Life Track with Chuck Swindoll is a presentation of Insight for Living Canada. There's nothing better for us than to rejoice. Ever seen a person who didn't have God and had no place in his or her life for God who was continually rejoicing? Me neither. Now, there's a time, there's a big spurt, especially when the salary goes up, especially when you get a, a few perks to make your existence worthwhile. You're, you, you're, you percolate a little with a little enjoyment, but it dies out. The only one who has the gift of rejoicing is the believer. God comes and gives perspective, gives hope, and with perspective and hope, there comes the ability to rejoice regardless. And I mean regardless. I heard about a man who gave his business to God. He had hassled it. He had wrestled it. He had fought it for two decades and decided that's enough. He had heard from some preacher the value of turning your entire business over to God. That sounds like a preacher's idea, doesn't it? It isn't. It's God's idea. But he left church, and on the way home, he decided, I have worried enough. He got home. He committed his business to God. That night, the place caught on fire. He got, he got a call. He was standing on the street watching the place go up in flames. And he was sort of smiling. And one of his buddies came over, and he said, Man, do you, don't you know what's happened to yours? It's, it's burning up. He says, I know it. I know it. No problem. He says, last night I gave this business to God, and if he wants to burn it up, it's his business. <laughs> you say, it can't be done. I want to tell you something. You're surrounded by people that believe like that. Just in case you're wondering. There are people who actually live and don't worship their jobs. There are actual people, actual professional people, who do not worship their profession. There are actual people who this day would not grieve mightily if the whole thing went up in smoke. Some would rejoice, I can assure you. Why? Because they have on God's perspective. Here's the second thing God gives. The ability to do good in one's lifetime. Everything else is humanism. Everything else is a cheap, shallow, win friends, influence people routine. Everything else is I scratch your back. If you scratch mine, I give you what you give me. When I give you, you give it back, and it's an exchange. And I do good because you're going to do good back to me. I treat you nice, and in return, I expect you to treat me nice. God says he gives us the ability to do good in our lifetime. By the way, you don't do good once you're six feet under. It's all over. Don't wait till then. Don't wait till then to make life happier for someone else. To express your availability and to help them through a hard time. To help them get a car. To get underway in their education. Don't wait till later to do something good. God says he gives you the ability to do it in your lifetime. And it's a gift from him. No one can explain why you would do it. It doesn't come from your heart of love and uh, compassion. Because you don't have a heart like that. Your heart is, de is, de is depraved, and it's desperately wicked, just like mine is. That's the kind of nature you've got. But when God, in the person of Jesus Christ, comes into a life, he gives a capacity to do good, and even to do good without getting credit or getting applause. 
you find yourself motivated to do good because God's life is at work in you. It's not a fantasy. It's not imagination. God gives us the ability to do good. True good deeds don't come from an exchange mentality when you give to someone and expect something back. Truly good works of selflessness are gifts of God's grace. This is Steve Johnson of Insight for Living Canada. Listen to more of Chuck Swindoll's Lifetrack messages at lifetrack.ca Lifetrack where life and truth meet.